Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball isn't boring, betting isn't boring, um, and you know what? FanDuel definitely is not boring. FanDuel, thank you so much for being part of the family. Every moment matters, and it is that time again where betting isn't boring, and um, Papelbon is, I think, right now as we tape this on a plane, and we are going to go eye-to-eye, face-to-face with Jonathan Papelbon, our betting isn't boring expert in the coming days, so we'll obviously have something from him He'll have he'll be making you money somewhere down the line. But today we're going to launch a new a new feature thanks to Evan O'Brien, producer Evan. I am calling him now. Um, we're, the the merchandise is is in the mix. It's being made. Producer Evan, you are going to be Evan. Your brand is never going to be hotter after this segment. It's going to be great. How you doing? Good, good. Oh, listen, I mean you you are you have jumped in. You've been doing a great job. Uh, Instagram. Tell everybody what the Instagram account is. It's uh, BB is at BB isn't boring. And uh, yeah, I've been trying to pick up some of the content and get it moving because I saw in the past that you guys were on fire with uh, Coop. Yeah, listen, listen, Coop, Coop has been done an excellent job. He he's uh, he's been the straw that stirs a drink, and you've picked up, you've helped out, and and I think that having a big thing is too. Like we want to like you're a young guy. Congratulations yep. on that. <laughs> we want to embrace like like come on, you have your buddies, you have your Mets fans buddies. Like yep. let's go. Like this like let's go. <laughs> Where are they? Like they should be screaming. Are they, are they, are they, does any of your 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 buddies? Your buddies like baseball? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of Yankee fan buddies, a couple of Mets fan buddies. But you're a Mets guy. You're a Mets guy. Um but you know they say, "Oh man, wow, man! Like you're a big shot. You're working on baseballs and boring podcasts. It's all there the rage." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming out of the woodworks. I haven't spoken to some of the guys in a while. Oh, like, really? Well, now listen. 
listen, like I said, when they see you a brand after this, oh, they're going to be they're going to be saying they're going to be calling you, asking you for tickets, asking you for merch. And in case anyone's wondering, you can get that aforementioned merchandise at uh, go to go the at BB isn't boring Twitter account. Swing juice. We just got in. I was just telling them this. We just got in team centric T-shirts and Evan. So I went to uh, your place, City Field, the house yeah. that Evan built, right? So I, I went there, and I saw Brennan Nimmo, by the way, front of the program. Excellent. Did you realize that he has, he's a good personality? Yeah, yeah. He's he's the, like one of the nicest guys. Like he was like Mr. Smile before Lindor came around, and then it was like, all right, I guess he's still called Mr. Smile now, so we got to change your nickname. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, he's he's been awesome, and so yeah, him, and then on the other side, Bogarts. But I'm like, I can't give you guys red and white T-shirts. I can't give you red and white. And but thank you uh, again, Tanner. Uh, Evan, did you catch this? Another player post game press conference wearing the baseballs and boring T-shirt. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. I love it. That's, I guess, right? And they pop up. Oh, it, it's, it's, I don't know how they get them, Evan. I don't know how they get them. But I think if, I, there's a quote card for you right there. Yeah. Producer Evan, colon, it's insane. That's your <laughs> that's your catchphrase from now on. Um, all right. So, uh, but yeah, so we're going to have team-centric as I'm like, because obviously I can't give these guys red shirts. I can't give Padres and Mets red shirts. We got to give them team. So we're going to have that. We have everything. Um, so what's been the, before we get to, so what we're going to do here, we're going to do producer Evan power rankings, top 10 power rankings. Everyone loves the good power rankings. Players love them. I remember players get all worked up. I remember Bogart saying this every Monday morning. He would go and check out the power rankings and get all flustered and text his manager, can you believe where they put this? Well, Evan, I, I get a preview of your power rankings. You're going to piss some people off. <laughs> Man, you are a, you. your power rankings are bold. But yeah. be, before we get to the power rank, before we get to producer Evan power rankings and the odds that go with them, because this is betting isn't boring. Um what has been what has been the thing that you've enjoyed doing the most since you've jumped aboard the the express? Um, I mean, definitely seeing how the brand just gets spread across the league. It's insane. You know, you got every guy would come on, they get a shirt, they get their name attached to the baseballs and boring brand, and then suddenly they got like so many more eyes on them. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, they, I mean, who doesn't like a a nice t shirt and b Screaming baseballs and boring. This is this is science. There you it's, go. It's science. Did you take that class? You Monmouth. Well, so I, I I'm I'm mispronouncing this right. Monmouth. Monmouth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I was going to ask what their nickname, but where you're wearing a hack, the Hawks. Yep. Are they yeah. good in any sports? Um, they were good in football, but then they changed conferences, and now they're back to being at the bottom. Yeah. Again. Well, there there you go. I mean. <laughs> What are you? What are you gonna do? It's yeah. you're the prize. You're gonna be going speaking by the time I'm predicting that. So you just graduated not too long ago, right? Yeah, in May of last year. May of last year. Yeah. By the time May, your graduation date, this is sort of like like looking at the the guys who are drafted in MLB, and then you see him in spring training the next year. Like it's like oh, like oh, he was putting the corsage on his prom dates. Uh, Dressed just a year ago, and look at now—he's facing Garrett Cole in this Grapefruit League. 
That's going to be, you're going to be like going back to Monmouth and speaking to classes on how to dominate uh, and market and execute and do power rankings and all of it. How do, how do Boo be a multimedia star by the time, I'm going to predict this, Evan. I was going to say, maybe not by the time you graduate, by the time that the people are enrolling in ne- in the 2023 school year, you will be speaking to classes there in October. All right. All right. Sounds good. I got it at plus 400 on my odds. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right, Evan. Let's get to the power rankings. Let's get to the MLB power. And like I said, when I when I saw your list, yeah, I'm like, I love. First of all, I love it. I love your list because you did not play it safe. Yeah. And 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 I want to before we get to this, I want to know how because this is power rankings are tough to do in the season, right? Because especially early in the season, because you just can't go solely by the records. You have to go by the vibe a little bit. But give me the give me the producer Evan formula for this. Yes. So I went partially by record. I mean, when yeah, you got, have to. We got some teams that are just going crazy. But then I also I was looking at their last ten games. So I was kind of going on like how they are right now. And then for some of the teams, it was kind of also based on like past reputation of just being good. Yeah. You know? So it's it's a good formula. I think you you have to, you have to go a little bit with the record. Right. But, but you're right. I mean, I, you know, I, if you want to do the vibe meter, we can do the vibe. meter. Like you also also have to integrate the vibes. Like how does, how does, how does it feel like in your gut, like about this team? Right. Yep. I mean, so what, when you, when you talk about this, this group, there's a couple teams. I'm going to spoiler alert. We got top ten. There's a couple teams on the outside looking in. Who you talk about the FanDuel's? Because we're going to include those. They were. Let's see. They were. I think in the top. You have three teams. They were in the top six on the outside looking in, in terms <laughs> of odds. The, yeah. You know? Can you name them? Yeah. So I. Well, the ones I had is like honorable mentions. I don't know if they were in the yeah. Top. These these would be the honorable mentions. But, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert! But the people are gonna be like, I can't believe you excluded. Like, well, obviously we're giving away like yeah. who's not in the top ten, but it's the, I, we have to be honest. Like, this is striking to me. So give me your honorable me- Give me the three that you think that I'm mentioning here. All right, I think it might be Dodgers. Mets, yes, Mets. No, I've got Mets on the head. Come on. What's wrong, what's wrong with you? Uh, I'll, the three I had were Dodgers, Mets, Rangers. Those were the three that I thought might just be missing. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. I mean, I mean, I, I didn't even think of the Rangers, but Rangers, that's a good one. Met, yeah, so Dodgers plus 750, which is would be fourth. Fourth. Yes, fourth on the list. Dodgers plus 750. Yankees plus 1,000 be in the top 10. And Padres plus 1,100. So, but, but, you know, Mets and Rangers, you're right, though. The Rangers, boy, how can you sleep on the Rangers, man? What's wrong with you? Main reason I didn't put them in was they just got swept by the Reds, and I just don't see the Reds. Oh, that's a good point. That's a great point. I take that. I take back what I said. Yeah. So you have, let's see, we're the Rangers. The Rangers, oh, you're right. 
How holy mackerel! I'm just looking at the Fanduel odds. Yeah, Evan. The Rangers are behind the Angels. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so you have these. These are teams that did not crack your top ten. So I'm not giving a spoiler alert. The yep. the Rangers are plus thirty five hundred. The Angels are plus three thousand. So. Wow, the the Rangers are getting zero respect out there. Wow, I mean, in this like like you said, I mean, you're talking about the Reds. Maybe people think they are in downturn. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so we we got the ones who aren't going to make it. All right, let's let's do let's do ten to one. Is that the way to do it? How do you want? It? I'm, this is these are your power rankings. What do you want? Ten to one or one to ten? Do ten to one. Should I just say him and then we'll? Yeah, we'll do number number ten. The one that, that creeped in past yep. the Mets, past the Dodgers, past the Yankees, past the Padres, past the Rangers. Yep. Who, who's number ten? Number ten, I had the Minnesota Twins. And the funny thing is, I actually changed this like middle of the day because I had the Dodgers, but then they lost those two those last two games to the Pirates. Even though the Pirates are really good, but they lost those last two games to the Pirates. So I'm like, I gotta look for a different team because now the Dodgers are at five hundred. So. Ooh. The way I looked at well, it. I mean that's it's that's a bold move to pick. So you're basically what you're doing yeah. is is and this is where I want people to just actually eviscerate you on social media. Um, twins, you pick the twins over the Dodgers. You are saying right now <laughs> yeah. that in a series, so this is what it comes back to, Evan. In a series, the Twins would beat the Dodgers. Yeah, I know. That's that's a <laughs> bold move. The one thing that I was thinking about with this, though, is during the offseason, they had a really good offseason. Derek Falvey, friend of the program, had a really good offseason with Michael A. Taylor for depth. If Correa gets back on track, he's really good. Obviously, he got Buxton. They made the starting rotation better with Pablo Lopez, Joe Ryan, all those guys. So I was just saying, like, they made their team so much better, and they're in, they're the top of their division. Granted, their division's not great right now. I, I think they might be the only team over 500. But – I just feel like they have some staying power. Obviously, I think in future episodes of the power rankings, the Dodgers will probably creep back in. And yeah, back out. But I was just saying, you you way- know what you know you know what my takeaway from that was. You yeah. were seduced by Derek Falvey's appearance on the podcast. <laughs> you were absolutely. That's exactly what happened, wasn't it? Yeah, I bought stock. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. It's it's so in case people don't know, Derek Falvey was on the Baseball Is Boring podcast last week. But I get it, man. Like I, I, I one thing that you can't sleep on the Twins. By the way, Twins are plus eighteen hundred, which is sort of you know representative in terms of the top ten. Like it, it would be a top ten in Fanduel. Yeah. Um, but I think a difference maker so far for the Twins has been Sonny Gray. I mean, Sonny Gray has been good. I don't know if you know this. He's he's been good. It was funny watching that Yankee series. I'm kind of I'm a tad bit of a Yankee hater myself, being a Met fan. You know, it's all right. seeing Sonny Gray and Joey Gallo have a great series against them was kind of funny, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's it's a really interesting team how it's put put together. And I'm not just saying that because uh, um, Derek Falvey was on the podcast. And by the way, you know what we got to do? And I, this this is this I'm just I'm workshopping this on the fly. Um, can you go? <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but since we're talking about GMs on the podcast, so every yeah. GM, what do I ask every GM in the time that you have listened to this podcast, which is a very brief time? Yeah. What, what do I ask every GM? 
What did I start the Derek Falvey interview with? Do you remember? Well, every GM I asked this. It's a very important question. It is about potato chips. Potato chips, the ketchup flavored potato chips. Ketchup flavored potato chips. Every GM has to identify whether or not they like ketchup flavored potato chips because the world champ, Alex Anthopoulos, came on and basically like ridiculed me for suggesting that they're disgusting. Yeah. So uh, we have to do a compilation of the GM's take <laughs> on ketchup flavored potato chips. Absolutely. Right? Uh, have you ever had them? No? I think I have because I think my aunt like loves everything ketchup flavored. So she was a big fan. So like right when they came out, my mom like bought like a couple bags of them. I tried them out. They're okay. Oh, oh, oh bless you. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So basically you're saying, and, and so every, every pick you're going to rattle off here, I'm going to compare to the guys, the, the teams that you didn't pick. Yeah, I know. And now, and, and I can already, I can already tell you're going to be uncomfortable when every time I do this because you're like, eh, I don't actually don't think that they're going to beat them in a series. Dodgers, Yankees, Padres. That's a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Stay. Hey, listen. Rule, rule first rule fight club slash podcast and slash radio host, whatever it is. Never back off your opinion. There you there go. Time. All right. Number nine. Number nine, I have the Chicago Cubs. Now, now I'm starting to think there might be a trend here. We just had Matt Spiegel, right? Is that Matt Spiegel. Name? Yeah, yes. Matt Spiegel of 670 The Score. The Dansby Swanson thing made me invest a little bit more in the Cubs. You were seduced by his take on Dansby Swanson. Yeah. But I, I, I wrote down some stats here that might help me out. They won two of three from the Rangers, one of three from the Brewers, two of three from Seattle, who I see as probably a playoff team, even though they're underperforming right now. They're six and four in the last 10 and have a plus 46 run differential. So those were the stats that I kind of used to back up my argument there. That's a good, you know, again, find the stats, dig in, support your opinion. Now, if you do believe they're going to be good, you could potentially be making yourself a lot of money. Plus five thousand. Plus five thousand. Ooh, on your list. I'm gonna a little spoiler alert. Let's see. Oh, man. You have <laughs> you I tell you what, if you're right about these teams, you can make yourself a, make people a lot of money. Um this this <laughs> plus five thousand, I think, is is number five on the list. That that doesn't necessarily show like what a long shot the Cubs are, because right now they still are sort of a long shot. It yeah. shows how many other longer long shots you have on the list, including yeah. including number seven. Number seven, who do you got? I think it's number eight, right? Or did oh, I? number eight. Sorry, sorry. Number eight. I just, I always loved all their young talent. And then plus the two stats I have were they took five of eight from the Dodgers. They played eight games with the Dodgers so far, which I feel like is half their schedule at this point. <laughs> and then two of three from the Brewers. So those are two teams that will probably be good. I mean, the Brewers, I think they're, they're pretty, they're, they're higher on my list. The next one on my list. And then the Dodgers just missed, but I think they'll be good. They've of course had, a couple injuries. Max Muncy just went on the paternity list. I think it was. They just called up a prospect, Michael Bush. We have, but, we have some great. We have some great. We have a paternity podcast coming up, by the way, because yeah. the, the the Godfather is about to go on the paternity list. Joe yeah. Kelly. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not against the Diamondbacks. I. They were one of my. We had on Toy Lovello. Uh, we had on Mike Hazen. 
manager GM. And I was I, I've been fans of both of them for a while. Yeah. But but I think that and I this is one podcast I want to do too. Zach Gallon. Right, yes. good, good, right? Good, good. I want to do a who is better? Who which pitcher you would rather have? Yeah. Zach Gallon or Spencer Strider. I know. And is that a good that's a good one, right? Yeah, he's kind of my sworn enemy being a Mets fan because he's just been killer with his quotes and with his plays. So. Ooh, ooh, Strider? <laughs> yeah. Like oh. last year, he was like, oh, they're just lucky. And it was like when we were like finally living it up. And then, of course, they ended up coming back and yeah. taking a visit from us. But, but yeah, he's an insane. And he so, started too and when the majors. And then they moved him to a starter, which is insane. So who, who do you got right now? Zach Gallen versus Spencer Strider? Um... I mean, I'm more of a Zach Gallon fan, but Strider has been insane. He's been pitching. It's a good one, though. I, it's like two pitchers who I don't think they get respect from people who follow baseball really intently, but I don't think they get enough respect from baseball fans. No, definitely. I think he just made the uh, the top 100 right now, like the first time this year, and he's had like multiple good years. Which Yeah. Is- well, I, we'll do that one. Let's, let's see, the ideas are popping. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. All right, you've already uh, disclosed number seven, but you say it again. I have the Milwaukee Brewers, who are it's they're kind of like the NL version of the Rays in that they don't spend much and they just keep winning. It's like crazy. They got like a formula over there, but uh, so they swept the Mets, which obviously made me think they were good. And then they took two or three from the Cubs, who were my ninth, uh, my ninth seed, I guess you would call it. And then they've won six of their last ten, so. I just feel like they're on a good rhythm. They got they got a ton of good players and kind yeah. of like players, along with Cor- obviously Corbin Burns and um, Brandon Woodruff. So they got a really good starting. Well, Woodruff is out. He's out for a while. That was Papelbon's Cy Young pick. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. So well, oh yeah. well, only because he went to Mississippi State. But plus eighteen hundred for the Brewers. So yeah. you know, a representative, not not anything crazy. By the way. As we are taping this, we were talking about how hot the brand is right now. Yeah. Um, Matt Strom disliked a tweet from our account. Oh, so, I mean, I mean, the best pitcher in baseball today disliked a a tweet from uh, from the baseball bo- is boring uh, account, and that was your quote card about um, yeah, Heim Bloom talking about. Uh, I love this quote. It was a good one. Good, good job by you. Yeah. Uh, Heimbloom said, talking about guys being drafted, because of the NFL draft, as we, we're, we're taping this going on right now, Heimbloom says, an interesting thing right now in baseball, in some cases, if somebody very much on the prospect radar as an amateur and really in their pro career, but fell off, those players tend to get more looks as if they go through the career than others. Like, I kind of butchered that quote, but you get the gist of it. It's... It's true. Like I've always been fascinated. Like I remember, I'm like, why did you pick that guy up? And then you look, oh, because he was like a five star recruit in yeah. high school. You know, yeah. It's like a guy with the Mets, DJ Stewart, who was like got let go by the Orioles, but had a good year a couple of years ago. He's now in AAA, and I don't know if he would have gotten picked up based on his numbers if he wasn't a former first round pick. So yeah, and, and it goes all the way back to high school too, Evan. I mean, the, the like they have to right now they're scouting these kids, and you see it all the time. I was looking up that 2018 draft, um, and I I forget the name of the guy, but the guy who didn't sign. 
and then ended up yeah, oh, right. Um, Stewart. It was the guy from the Braves, right? Yeah. Yes. And so he he ends up playing in Japan. He, I think he's he may come back. He I think he's in the minor leagues right now. But yeah. he'll keep getting chances because yeah. like you look at him, he's a top ten pick. Anyway, Matt Strom liked that tweet. Front of the program, Matt Strom. Um, there you go. Anyway, uh, so let's go back to the power rankings. So in recap, so far on the outside looking in. Dodgers, Yankees, Padres, Rangers. Number 10, Twins, plus 1,800 on FanDuel. Cubs, plus 5,000. They're number nine. Diamondbacks, number eight. They're plus 10,000. So Diamondbacks, the longest, a long shot so far. And Brewers at plus 1,800, which is right now, if you look at the odds, that's about where uh, FanDuel would put them as well. Um, so let's see, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Six. Six, we have the, the Toronto Blue Jays who kind of made a weird offseason, but they're they're a good team. If Why do you say they had a weird offseason? I like kind of like like they got a relief pitcher. Yeah, true. But I was just thinking they traded Teoscar Hernandez to the Mariners, which I was like that was kind of weird because he's a good player. And then they ended up acquiring uh, Dalton Varsho, who I think is also a good player from the D back. So it was kind of like I don't. I guess it must be a contract thing or maybe a years of control thing. Also, I am fascinated by their bullpen. Like, I want to see their bullpen. I'm not talking about the players. Yeah. Now I'm fascinated. Aren't you? Like, yeah. you? They keep talking about like we we played on the on the podcast today. The audio of Joe Kelly being interviewed about their bullpen. He's like, it's the best bullpen in the majors. Have you? Yeah. Have, is it? I mean, I haven't even seen it. What's so no, good about I just, it? I just heard about that. There was that whole Anthony Bass thing where he was talking about something on a plane. That was the one thing. I was- oh, that's yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> But I'm just like they. They anyway. Again, another podcast. Absolutely another podcast where we we talk. We're going to talk to relievers about yelling at fans. Uh, why being in the bullpen? Yeah. Blue Jays though. Blue Jays plus twelve hundred. They are, man. I am. I I not. I'm not quite there yet. I'm yeah. not quite there yet. And by the way, these odds. These are to win the World Series. Yeah. They're so talented. Yeah. They're and so talented. Playing out of his mind too, which is makes them even better. I know. I know. I mean, in in you have a guy, you right now, Evan, you could have the well, not named <laughs> players not named Shohei Atani. Yeah. You could have the Cy Young and you could have the MVP. Yeah. Gosman and and um and Chapman. Yeah. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. So it's a good pick. It's a good pick by you. All right. Now this is where it gets spicy. Now this is where you go. You go a little wacky. (laughs) All right. Tell me number five. Number five. Another pick from the, uh, the AO East. I have the Baltimore Orioles. So I took them because I think they're still capitalizing off that success last year where they came out of nowhere and they were kind of what the pirates kind of are this year, last year, where they had all the prospects and they had all that capital, 
but they just never were able to put it together. And then they had such a great year last year, and it seems like they're they're staying on it this year because so far, as of this tape, and they're sixteen and eight, they're eight and two in their last ten. So yeah, so I just came back from Camden Yards watching them play. Um, they're an interesting team because they're a team which you know it's sort of it's kind of like. I hate to compare the race. I hate that. I hate when teams can compare the race. Yeah. It's that same idea, right? Where you have, and now I will say this. They are very fortunate that, I don't even say they had patience, but they just basically had a, an organization that let them build for 10 years or whatever it is. Yeah. And just wait, just wait, just wait. Because most, most organizations wouldn't wait that long. Yeah. I will say this though, Evan, is that, it may be paying off in terms of a good team and winning, but you may have lost that fan base yeah. for a lot longer than they anticipated. I mean, there was there was 37,000 because of some reason against the Tigers on Sunday, but after that, you're talking about ten and 11,000 in there. Yeah. And that, that's killer. I mean, that's just killer. Anyway, they're a good team because, like the Rays, they have tough outs. They have a smattering of, of potential stars. Obviously, they have this great farm system. They just called up another top 100 player today. Um, they have, I think the most notably, they have a – this is one of the biggest differences. They have just a lockdown bullpen, like a bullpen, a really, really good bullpen. I don't know if they have the starting staff to to justify number five. Yeah. But – like they they had the chance to spend this offseason and capitalize like even more on what they did last year and i feel like they just got like minimal pieces like adam frazier obviously kyle gibson's doing good but that was also another kind of like head scratcher a little bit so yeah i mean he's working out but you know they they were in the mix for michael waka he's not having a good year but it's you're right and it will be they are number one team like what are they going to do what are they going to do when it comes to the trade deadline? What will they do? Will they? I mean, because they believe me, they have the prospects. They have the prospects. All right, number four. I'm going to spoil spoil it for everybody. The number four team, for, according to FanDuel, is the favorite to win the World Series, and you have them at number four. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah, are they? Who are they? The Atlanta Braves. Oh, they're the Atlanta Braves. Okay. Yeah, right. it might be. It might be a bit of a, that uh, that Mets bias in me, but I don't know. <laughs> man, man, I'm so tired of winning that I just want to keep moving them down. For yeah. no- hey, listen, listen. Normally, like, I, I want you to lean in. Like, so normally, I I cringe when 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 people say we and this and that. But I'm yeah. going to say this, Evan. I want you as part of this team, this baseball is a boring team. Yeah, I'm officially giving you the blessing. To lean fully into your Mets fandom. There you go. I don't want you to pretend like you're someone you're not. I want you to lean totally into it. Yeah. So if you want to hate on the Braves and put them at number four, yeah, that can fall under sort of your list of reasons, your your formula, your scientific formula for for power rankings. Well, there you go. Locked up for the long term, so it's just they're not going anywhere anytime soon. So they're probably up. <laughs> They're ten and two on the road. I mean, they had a rough one today. The Marlins came back and scored five in the ninth to beat them. But, but yeah, but they they've been good and they're probably going to continue to be good because they got good players everywhere. I mean, they uh, continuing to be good and Brisham looks like he could be decent, you know. So, yeah. So number number four on your list. All right, now we get to the top three. 
a team that well, let me ask you this. Yep. Would you have put this team at number three two days ago? Probably not, no. Okay. Who is the team? Yeah, he, the Houston Astros. They're right. reigning champs with Dusty Baker is just a great manager. And I just I don't know. They they've had the same core of guys for so long and everybody hates them. So <laughs> when they win, it's just like everybody's not a fan, but well, now, but now all of a sudden, I mean, this obviously we've said this a million times how you're able to lose one of the best players in baseball, Carlos Craya, turn him over, World Series MVP. And then, and now you have Mauricio Dubon on, I don't know if he, uh, so he was on this, this hit streak guy that's bounced around a little bit. They figured this out. They already have the stable of young pitchers, which is the biggest part of the equation. I don't think any question about it. Uh, they're also, so they're number two. They're number two on FanDuel's list. You have them at number three. They're at plus 700. So if you go by FanDuel's top three, Evan, it would be the Braves, which you have at number four. Okay. The Dod- uh, I'm sorry, the Astros, you have at number three. And the yeah. Dodgers, who you don't even have in your top ten. So yeah. it's, it's all good. This is You're making people money. Um, yeah. This one. This one. This one. So... Now, this one, this number two, I got to be honest with you, Evan, producer Evan. Yeah. This pick, I'm, it, may, it worries me a little bit. And here's the reason why. Because now I really do feel like you sort of like listen to these podcasts <laughs> and, and, and totally get like swayed. Yeah. Like, so, number, tell who's telling them what number two is. Number two, second best team in baseball. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates. Which and so I'll ask so I guess I'll ask the same question. Would you pick would you have put the Pittsburgh Pirates at number two before listening to Rich Hill podcast? I think partially, but also partially, they're the they have the best record in the NL. So I just feel like I like I get that sometimes power rankings, it's like based on like who you think could be the best, but also it's like Sometimes these other power rankings, they like just disrespect the team. And it's like, yeah, we're good. We might not be good in September, but right now we should be at the top because we're nine and one the last 10, best record in the NL. You know, we got all these players showing up and showing out like Captain Jack Sawinski, you know. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, you know, one of the things that I think of the, the Hill podcast that we did the other day, one of the things he mentioned that we shouldn't take lightly is he said he would match up the, their top three starters with any top three starters in baseball. Yeah. And that's obviously uh, Keller. I mentioned Oviedo, and I'm forgetting the third one. Um, is it Vasquez or Contreras? Contreras. Yeah. 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 So, um, but okay. All right. I mean, he sees them. Yeah. And, uh, I guess. But he's they, been around for a while, so he knows like which teams might might be like uh, pretenders and which teams are contenders. You know. Yeah, and, and I do think that Keller is like a lot of people sleep on him because he doesn't have like the the pitching ninja. Oh my goodness, our friend of the program, pitching ninja, like oh, there's the Mitch Keller, uh, 101 mile an hour cutter yeah. or whatever it is. But he's just a really really good pitcher, and um, and I will say this. I think the Pirates are a talented team. I think people don't understand how talented. And I give you another one, Evan, from the podcast. And now I'm now as I'm saying all this. Now this is I, I, I'm understanding. This is what seeped in your brain when you made this pick. But now <laughs> I'm convincing myself. Yeah. The part the part where Rich talks about like I'm a big you need veteran leadership 
and a clubhouse guy. But the part where he said, not only do they have this, but how he said they have them in like specific spots in the roster. You know that part I'm talking about? Yeah, they had Andrew McCutcheon in the outfield. They have uh, Carlos Santana and G-Man Choi is also kind of a veteran. They got them in the infield. They got Austin Hedges behind the plate, and they got him in the rotation. So, yeah. Right. And it's so that meet made me a lot of sense. And I said, I said, I think the C thing on the uniform is stupid. Sorry. Sorry to the judge family. But, (laughs) you know, but I've said this all along. It's the, there's no captains in baseball. There are very rare people who like are basically everything runs through. There are like maybe judge is that guy. I know Ortiz was that guy. There are guys. But typically, a major league clubhouse is run from all corners exactly like you just laid it out, like yeah. Rich said, right? So, if anyone needs any help with their position, they got a veteran that's been doing it. Right. I mean, Andrew McCutcheon isn't going to go to like Mitch Keller and say, hey, you know what? What you got to do here, you know, how your person, uh, maybe you will, but not on a re- consistent basis. Yeah. But so, Pirates, we buried the lead here. Your number two team, yeah. plus ten thousand, <laughs> plus ten thousand. That's awesome. Be well, before the game started being played, I mean, I I probably wouldn't have even had him top ten, maybe even top twenty. So it, the games definitely, the games, the podcast, everything that's been said has definitely convinced me to put them high. It, it's good, you know, it, because you know that's what the goal, part of the goal of the podcast is to educate young minds. Uh, this just came across. Mariners released Justice Win, uh, Justice Win, Justice Sheffield. Well, that was a bust. That was a bad. Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah, by the yeah. Oh yeah, but you know what? Like we said before, he's going to get another chance somewhere. Yeah. Um. All right, number one goes without saying, right? Number one is the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they're just absolutely insane. Twenty wins in twenty-five games. They're fourteen and two at home, which Tropicana Field. Who would have thought that might be the best home field advantage in the world? Did you Did you see this? Did you see that they're opening the third deck? Yeah, yeah. For the for yeah, the, uh, for, the games <laughs> for the first time since 2019, they opened the third deck. So, um, but you know, this is uh, the the Rays. The the biggest thing with them is number. Well, I'll say this: more superstars than people let on. Yeah, Franco, or Rosarena, Lawas. You can make a case like he's gonna. He's becoming this guy. Um, you obviously have, you know, one of the best closers in Fairbanks. Uh, yeah. The McClanahan is one of the best pitchers in baseball. It's not like you don't have stars. Yeah. Right? It's just that they they don't go out and acquire stars. So people don't necessarily – they some people just don't value what you have in-house. They only value what's out there to get, you know. So it was like with Brandon Nimmo before free agency this past year. Everybody was like, eh, we can get another center fielder. And now he's playing out of his mind. And the only backup would have been no disrespect to Kevin Kiermaier, but Kevin Kiermaier. It was like he can offer you everything you want defensively, but at the plate, not necessarily as much. Well, that's yeah, and that's the thing is that you just said uh, made me remember what um um uh, oh goodness the twins twins yeah. <laughs> uh, uh yeah when we were talking about like how would you how would you exist you know you you go through this 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 off season thing with Carlos Correa. And I know Correa isn't off to a good start, but you talk about like him being a leader and everything else. But he was an important guy. Yeah. But 
you went from obviously the Giants to the Mets, and you're all going through the whole offseason. We're not going to have Carlos Correa. Well, okay, what does your team look like without him? Looks dramatically different, just like the Nimmo thing. And I don't know how we get this from the Rays, but anyway, but the <laughs> Rays, the Rays are they just the one thing about the Rays is they get the benefit of the doubt. Finally, benefit of the doubt. They they have identified the right players. They have guys coming up. Taj Bradley. It, it, it works. Yeah. The only the only box that they have to check off here is are the pitchers going to last to where they want to go? Yeah, because they keep running them out there. Keep running. Keep running. This is a knock on them. So, yeah. um, but I, I got a feeling the Rays are going to be your number one spot for a while, huh? Yeah, I mean, unless they just go on an absolute losing streak for the ages, I feel like it's hard to take them out of there because they're just they're. They have like the one stat that jumped out to me. They have a plus eighty-seven run differential. Hmm. They score eighty-seven runs with any other team. I think the next best team might be like forty-six with the Cubs, and there's a couple others. But yeah, it's insane. You're you're a big run differential guy. I don't I don't blame you if you are. It's good. Yeah. It's, I think it's important. So the uh, at one point, remember that first week? I think they had they had like more home runs and runs given up or something. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. It's a good list. It's a good list. I like it. You know why it's a good list? Because it sparks conversation. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be. I, we're gonna find other ways to integrate people to to yell at you. Um, <laughs> and, and remember, 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 remember. If you do nothing else, producer stick. Evan, stick by your guns. Yep. Don't back off these. Yeah. <laughs> You don't back off them. Once you lock them in every week, you can you can change them. Yep. But when we do this, don't back off. When I get Jonathan Papelbon on and he starts screaming at you, yeah, don't back down. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, excellent job. Um, a t-shirt. You still haven't got your t-shirt. You still haven't got your sweatshirt. You still haven't got your book. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I've not been doing your, my job. You've been doing your job. Excellent job.